everybody. Welcome to another interesting message. Um, um, very useful and will be a blessing to you. I, I am very certain. God shared some of these things with me this morning and made it clear to me. It's always not the first time meditating on these things, but um, He just brought it to my attention very, very clearly uh, this morning, but I haven't really had the desire to record it until now. Um, how much devotion is enough? You know, people's devotional life is a major source of headache and guilt for them. They feel guilty. Am I spending more time? Am I spending enough time with God? Am I doing this thing right? Am I, you know, um, you know, they, they, is it supposed to be one hour I'm supposed to spend in prayer? How many verses of scripture am I supposed to read daily? Um, these questions just bother people. Uh, they suddenly bothered me because I was like, how do you know you're doing it right? What are the things that are critical? How often should you pray? Daily? I have invited people who recommend it to people and they should do like an hour prayer, you know, daily, do 30 minutes in tongues and all of that and all of that. We'll get to those details later uh, because they're really very, very critical and important. But God took me through the scripture and every time he spoke to his people about intimacy, relationship with himself, uh, there's been only one goal. It's always been about putting themselves in the state to hear the voice of God. Absolutely the only credible, authentic, God-sanctioned result of devotion. And guess what? If you want to know, um, um, how to really do something. You have to study it from the result it's meant to achieve, the purpose it's meant to fulfill. And if you want to understand a human being, you have to look at him from or her from the perspective of the purpose for which they were created. Because if you don't, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be guessing into their lives what is not there. Okay? So it's important that we understand the precise purpose for devotion, for worship, for prayer, for speaking in tongues, for you know daily Bible reading and all of that. It is not to pacify one's conscience. You don't pray so you can feel like you've done all you should or that you've checked the boxes. That's not how it is. And this this it's not only with God that we don't understand the purpose of intimacy. Even with ourselves, we, we, we deal with each other more out of fear than out of love. We are prepared by the things that we might be losing if we don't do something than for the things we're supposed to gain by doing it. And so we uh, guilt trip people to spend time with us. We, uh, we get guilt reading for, for not spending time with people and all of that and all of that. But we don't understand the main purpose of this is so that we can be familiar with the voice of God. Listen, 
the purpose of God in the New Testament, if you read the book of Isaiah chapter 26, if you read the whole book of the Hebrews, you talk about the read the book of first corinthians we you know all of these books that talk about god's interaction with man god said in the book of deuteronomy i think chapter two is all i'm sure he said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that cometh out of cometh out of the mouth purpose of God for this new creation and for creating anything at all is so they can grow the intimate together so he can he can occupy that thing and fulfill a purpose that satisfies the reason why that thing is created and also satisfies and brings glory to him and to God and our Father. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that cometh out from the mouth of God. If you look at, look at that scripture, which is repeated like three or four times in other places in scripture, if you look at it, what it means is that devotion, and the voice of God, sorry, the voice of God is the same as the bread that we eat. Bread signifies food. Man shall not live by necessities of life alone. But shall prioritize living by every word. The word every is important. He's saying that I'm going to speak to you. I am your God. This is what I do. I speak to people. In fact, even in the perfect world, where the the uh, the there was not a serpent, there was not a fall, there was not an apple being eaten. The Bible says God used to come. In the cool of the day, the fellowship with Adam. The end of it is that God is the one who initiates the fellowship. He comes into the garden and says, Adam, and Adam says, Here I am, Lord. And they have a chat. They have a tete-a-tete, a a jojo, if you will, (laughs) about their affairs of the purpose in the hands of Adam. And I said this when I was discussing purpose with you that man always wants this transactional thing. Just do me and I say, man, go. God wants a hand in hand, heart to heart, mind to mind, and body to body walk with you and I. Because he knows that only then can we fulfill our destiny and satisfy and glorify him with our lives. So, it is not about whether you jump 15 times or 18 times in the morning, whether you read 25 chapters of scripture, or whether you, um, no, the main goal is to be intimate with the voice of the Almighty God. John chapter 10 talked about the voice. My people know my voice. The voice of the stranger that will not follow. They know it, meaning they begin school it. They have a revelation. They have an experiential knowledge of my voice. The voice of a stranger that will not follow. Isaiah um, Psalm 100. For we are, for he is our God and we are his people. The ship of his hands and the people of this pasture, meaning that he wants to be as a shepherd he is to his ship. He wants to be a Lord 
talks, walks and talks with his flock every day of their lives. When you read the, the book, Deuteronomy chapter 28, when the Bible talked about the blessing and the curse, you will see it there. At the beginning of the scripture says, if you will hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God and do as he says, then all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you and saturate you all the days of your life. Blessed you be in the city. Blessed you be in the field. Look at it. City, field, places. Blessed you will be when you come in place when you go out transit so that means that the blessing we will experience eh, as we go into the city and to the field as we go in and as we come in and we go out is that is that which is written in the book of Isaiah which it says it says whether you turn to the right or to the left there will be a voice behind you saying this is the way walk ye in it now that means that the voice wants to be 24-7 in our ears, in, 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 in our hearts, in our minds. He wants to be speaking to you behind your ears, just constantly whispering direction, correction, instruction, guidance to you, showing you where to go. Stop. Walk now. Stop talking. Talk now. Are you saying what I'm saying? Because when he showed it to me this morning, I was like, okay, so at the end of the day, the reason why we read the scripture is to be familiar with how he speaks the cadence of his mind, to see how he looks at things, to meditate on that. And as we do that, he breathes instructions about our own lives into our minds. When he speaks, we realize, okay, he spoke to Joshua like that. Okay, he has said this thing before to Abraham. He's saying it to me now in a voice, in a way that I will understand. Amazing stuff. So, how much of scripture do you, should you read? How much of praying should you do? I'll give you three things. One, pray until you are calm enough to listen. Pray until you are calm enough to hear. Pray until your worries, your cares of this world, the 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 things that are you know bothering your mind that are stopping you from hearing that voice, the the the, the pain of of of, of heartbreak of, of issues of difficulties in our relationships or in our finances or worries of what am I going to do with this what am I going to do with that stay in God's presence and lay down until that worry disappears you could do it in 5 minutes you could do it in 5 hours you could do it in 10 minutes you could do it in 1 hour but what matters is that you stay until you're quiet enough to hear Pray until you have expressed yourself enough. You know, this relationship is a relationship of expression. You have to be a person who can bring the Bible says to cast your cares upon the Lord, for He careth for you. Now, 
when you're dealing with those persons, if you ask them, you just cast on him. You are you are unburdening. There's no format to the language you can speak to God. Speak as you feel. Go and read the book of Psalms. You see the book of Psalms there. You see that in the book of Psalms, David, David used the language like God, it looks like you're far away from me. I'm calling day and night, and you are not answering me. Search me, O oh God, and see if there's any iniquity in me. Because I feel really, really sad. Okay, so you speak like that to him until you've exhausted your mind. Because when you don't come to the end of yourself, you cannot begin to see the beginning of God. Alright? Three. Make it your ambition to know Him intimately in the world. Now, an appetite for intimacy will make you consume all of the knowledge you can about the God that you want to be intimate to. Because don't forget, the main goal of all this is to be able to hear God speak to you throughout the day. Okay, so how long should you do it? Those three things should guide you. Most of you, you know how to stalk a person. You go to their Instagram, you might check them on Twitter, then you talk to somebody about them, then you, you know, that's how you get intimate with people. If you don't get in the middle of God, you've got to develop an appetite for searching for Him, searching for His stories and the lives of the people He has dealt with before. The Bible is open to the book of Esther, chapter 8. If you want to know how God dealt with Esther, if I was a, a, a woman, I would know what God could do with a woman. How did God deal with Ruth if I was a woman? I would know how God would you know, deal with a woman. Now, it instructs my mind because it shows me how God thinks. And what confuses me, I can always ask him. Why did you say that thing you said? Because, listen, you are preparing to hear his voice too. Because if you hear his voice, you would, you would recognize it. If you know how he speaks, what he says, the content of the things that he says to other people, you would know it as well. Because you've been listening, you've been reading the stories of other people in scripture that God has spoken to. The scripture also gives you the vocabulary for expressing your own feelings. David was a man after God's heart, a man that, that shows us that God is so flexible. He's bigger than us. And we need to talk ourselves out when we're in his presence. And it's therapeutic to unburden and let the worry of this life leave you. If you are discouraged, say it. If you are feeling rebellious, say it. And then let God show you how to look at your situation. I said it three, three points I wanted to give you. As per how, as per how to, uh, what can I say? How, how long should I pray? <laughs> how often should you pray? Is it only once a day or once a week? Or three times a week. Look at the first three points I gave you. Pray until your worries leave you. Sometimes you need to spend one day doing that. Sometimes you need to spend five days doing that. If that issue will not go, if your mind keeps getting burdened and troubled, 
you've got to withdraw from everybody and get into God's presence. And keep praying until that thing goes. Go to work, come back, continue. Until that burden lifts and you begin to see and hear what God wants to tell you. David, in Psalm 55, he said, Cast thy burdens upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never suffer the righteous to be moved. Uh, I'm singing the song. I'm not sure I'm quoting the scripture right. <laughs> okay. Uh, he said, Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he will hear my voice. What's the saying? I have burdens to cast. So I will pray evening morning and at noon. Okay, so go off to your friend. How deep are your problems? How terrible are you feeling? How lonely have you gotten? How much has the failure weighed on you? How terrible? How confused are you about the direction your life is going? How heartbroken do you feel? How disappointed do you feel? How weak are you feeling? Pray as often as you need to pray. Don't ever miss out on an opportunity to pray because you're feeling lousy. Because all of the times you will spend outside of God's presence, moping around, you can actually mope in His presence. Put on music if you can't sing. Home it and begin to talk to him. Father, I feel so frustrated. But you did it for David, you did it for Abraham, you did it for Isaac, you did it for Joseph, you did it for Jesus, you did it for me. What am I doing wrong? Surely, what I gotta do, send me a message. Let me hear you, Father. In Jesus' name, you're my helper, you're my tutor. Have mercy on me, Father. And pray in the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Spirit take control and, and go into the deep recesses of your spirit and take out and take hold together with you against that the source of that worry and that pain and help you to navigate yourself in the way of expressing yourself to God. I believe the Holy Ghost is one of the biggest blessings we have got. So when I wake up in the morning, I thought, Holy Spirit, may I worship? I really feel I worship God. So can I begin? I want to change by you know going personal and just you know give you a bit of revelation. This thing I'm telling you came from the voice of God, and I've done I've made several calls today. I've done several things today. I've made adjustments. I've made several plans today based on the voice of God that I keep hearing every day, every minute of my life. So pray as often as you worry. I, I begin to get into inspired actions. He begins to tell me, call that person, and I do that. I mean, I even see the significance of it. And but when I finish, an opportunity comes out of there. My life is blessed as a result of it. Of it. He sends people to me. They speak to me all day long. When people are talking to me, he gives me the purpose for the reason they're talking. He shows me what I gotta know, the things I gotta remember, the things I've got to know it. This is the one here. Two, pray. When you realize, which is why I wanted, I wanted to give you that testimony so that I can give you this part to pray. 
when you realize that you're not hearing God as you should. So every time I wake up in the morning, I begin to struggle. I begin to overthink my decisions. I realize my God always towards me so I can hear Him specifically show me how I've got to, what I've got to do, inspire my actions, instruct my hand and my heart. I hope this has been a blessing to you. God bless you. Take care. Take a bless. Bye.